Ethan Kale eased his knife from the leather sheath on his belt as he approached Griffin's wharf, the words of a warding spell on his lips. He had sweated through his linen shirt, and nearly through his waistcoat as well. His leg ached and he was breathing hard, gasping greedily at the warm, heavy air hanging over Boston on this August eve. But he had chased Daniel Folter this far. From the town dock to Purchase Street, over cobblestone and dirt, past storefronts and homes and pastures empty, save for crows and grazing cows. And he wasn't about to let the pup escape him now. The western horizon still glowed with the last golden light of day, but the sky over Boston Harbor and the South End shoreline had darkened to a deep indigo. Hulking wooden warehouses, shrouded in a faint mist, cast deep, elongated shadows across the wharves. Clouds of midges danced around Ethan's head, scattering when he waved a hand at them, only to swarm again as soon as he turned his attention back to his quarry. Ethan stepped onto the wharf and peered into murky corners, expecting Folter to fly at him at any moment. The boy had shown himself to be a fool. Now he was desperate as well. A dangerous combination. Ethan preferred to handle this without casting, but he already knew what spell he would speak if he had to. You're mine now, Daniel, he called. Best you come out and face what's coming to you. No answer. He crept forward, wary, his gaze sweeping back and forth between the warehouses that loomed on either side of the pier. He heard small waves lapping at the timbers and the echoing cries of a lone gull. But Ethan was listening for the man's breathing, for the scrape of a shoe or the whisper of a blade clearing leather. After a few more steps, Ethan halted. Afraid to stray too far out onto the pier, lest the pup sneak past him. If he lost Folter to the tangled streets of the South End, he would have to begin his search anew. You shouldn't have stolen Mrs. Corbett's necklaces, Daniel. Ethan pitched his voice to carry, but his words were swallowed by the hazy twilight air and the sounds of the harbor. Her husband is angry. He's paying his hard-earned money to get her jewels back, and to have some justice meted out on her behalf. He waited, listening, watching. Your only way out is through me, lad. And I'm not going anywhere. Still no response. Doubt started to gnaw at Ethan's mind. Had Folter found some other way off the wharf? Or was he simply smarter and more patient than Ethan had allowed?